The Keys to Life podcast begin with the idea that women need access to sound wisdom, biblical truth, and practical keys to be empowered in their daily life. This is an offspring of Life Builder Seminars. The Keys to Life podcast is designed to help you transform your life by hearing and knowing the truth so you can walk in greater freedom than you ever thought possible. Life Builder Seminars was started by Dr. Kathy Guerrero nearly 25 years ago with a passion for creating a safe place for women to be equipped and empowered for life. As a counselor, pastor, business owner, and grandmother, Dr. Kathy's passion is to build and empower women. We are so excited you are here and can't wait to see what God has in store for you. Hello, my friends. We're back again. I'm so pleased that you have chosen to listen in to Keys for Life today. And we uh, are going to talk about a very interesting topic today. Uh, some of you may have heard about it before. Some of you may not. But we're going to talk about the imposter syndrome. And so let me uh, introduce to you first our guest uh, today. She's a dear friend of mine. Love her very much. She's actually one of the board members for Life Builder Seminars, and her name is Carmen McGowan Paul, and she uh, is presently uh, an internal audit manager for an elected public uh, official, and she's currently a member of the IIA, Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, and the Association of Local Government Auditors. Carmen's also served in many, many ministry roles, over the past 25 plus years and Carmen has one gorgeous daughter her name is Gabby and she's attending college right now so uh, welcome our guest today Carmen Carmen would you like to say hello to the people hi there thank you so much for having me Dr. Kathy I'm so excited about this opportunity to share on this topic and um, it's just a pleasure to be able to share and thank be here you. with you today. Well, thank you for being here. We're going to tap into that great gift that's on the inside of you. So let's get let's get started. We just kind of want to dialogue a little bit about this. Uh, you know, it was interesting because Carmen and I were having lunch uh, probably about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I guess. And so we began to dialogue about this imposter syndrome and all the things that kind of intertwine with that and how it works. And uh, what seems to be legitimate and what things we can dig into and we can apply them into our own lives on an individual basis. Because I think some of the things with this, as you'll see when we get into it, I think they apply to all of us in some one way or another, maybe some a little more than others. But uh, let me give you a definition for what the imposter syndrome is first. I think that would help a little bit. So uh, the imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. So imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feeling of success or external proof of their competence. So, uh, you know, like I say, some, some way, one or another, I think we can all identify with that. I know I can. Sometimes I will come back and I'll, I'll begin to second guess myself on some things and I have to then 
talk myself off a cliff, so to speak, <laughs> so that we can get that. But why don't you share with us, Carmen, a little bit about uh, some of the thoughts that you and I had discussed and how that uh, can maybe look in, in your life or those that you uh, maybe uh, relate to. Right. Well, I think the reality of that hit me. Um, I was um, um, in an online um, coaching program and um, the coach of the program mentioned that term imposter syndrome. And I was like, what is that? I'd never heard of that. And, and so she would reference that term quite a bit in her sessions. And I said, oh my gosh, I may have that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, because I feel like, you know, I'm in certain settings and I'm like, should I be in this setting? Like, do I deserve to be in this setting? Am I adequate enough to be in this setting? Um, so I just began to challenge myself um, to educate in my industry as a, as a manager in the internal audit industry, and then also in church ministry, challenge myself to read more books um, about how I can grow in my gifts and also in leadership. So I challenged myself um, in those ways to help overcome what I was feeling on the inside of me. And it's still, I'm a work in progress, obviously. We all are, right? We all are. Um, but I've us. been challenging myself to hear, um, listen to podcasts or, um, um, or people speaking about these different topics that I'm struggling with. If I'm having, you know, an issue with, you know, just feeling inadequate or um, challenging my faith, I may listen to something that's going to encourage me. And then, of course, backing it up from my perspective, the, the scriptures, I read right. scriptures and I declare those, the scripture over myself and that's helped me come out. Um, but I am a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And I, I think most of our listeners can probably really identify with that. So what, what I did today is I just uh, uh, laid out a little uh, acrostic for us so that if you have a paper and a pencil, you might want to write these things down so that you can refer back to it. And I use the word fraud. F-R-A-U-D. So we've got five different points that we're going to cover, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about these general issues and how we navigate to overcome them. And we're going to use the same five uh, uh, fraud letters, and we'll look at what we can apply then to overcome those things. So with uh, fraud, we have, I'll just read them first and then we'll come back and we'll talk about them. Uh, F would stand for fear or frustration of failure. R, ruminate thoughts of inadequacy. A, approval from others or even approve of ourself in certain things or approve of, we, we, we're not sure God's approving of us. And then the U is undermine and sabotage success. And the D would be to discredit your ability or your education and training. So let's let's go back, Carmen, and let's start with that F and to kind of talk about how that has looked for yourself and maybe others have, have uh, brought some questions to you and maybe you've helped them work through some things. But with the F, fear or frustration of failure. Right. So talk to me a little bit about that. Well, um, from my perspective, I was, um, I, I'm divorced. So for me, that's a failed marriage. Mm -hmm. That's a failed relationship. And so having to raise my daughter as a single mom is something that I never, I never thought that I would have to experience. 
Um, so in some ways I felt like a failure because I didn't have someone there to, you know, be there to support it, but it was a, it was the best decision Mm -hmm. for us. So Mm -hmm. I made that decision. However, um, I'm not remarried. So I'm like, am I, you know, am I failing in just relationships? Like I've made some decisions about that. Um, I thought they were best for me. They were best Mm -hmm. for my daughter at the time. And um, now I'm an empty nester. And so I'm like, okay, God, like, uh, how do I get rid of all this fear and this failure, fear of being in a relationship that was so volatile? You Mm -hmm. know, how do I deal with that? Um, So that's one area. Um, And then even in in work, um, feeling inadequate at work, maybe not being um, accepted or one that's um, chosen or selected to be promoted up. Maybe someone else was selected. Mm-hmm. over me why what was that mm-hmm. thing so feeling like is there something else that I should have done should have said how how you know how can I improve so that that's not something that's weighing over my head right right yeah. well you know I, I always go back and I look at what the word says and you know the word tells us that we shouldn't compare ourselves amongst ourselves that's not wise exactly. and I think we all kind of have to fight against those things because that's that's that that tendency that we we can compare ourselves. And when we stop and we think about how uniquely we've been created and how God has defined who we are in the very makeup and composite of the, the, the beauty that he's made all of us, it really kind of helps you to settle down just a little bit. But uh, I do know, and I, it's something that I, I particularly myself can tend to do is to uh, measure myself against others' um, educational benefits and that sort of thing. And I, I mean, it's kind of silly. I've got my degrees. I've worked very hard to get those, but uh, we can't sit back on the accomplishment. We have to be lifelong learners. And I think that's so very important that if we continue to uh, educate uh, in especially in the areas of our expertise, then I think it helps us not to fall so much into that. What would you say about that, Carmen? Oh, I, w- I would agree. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of squashes that whole thought process that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, having Ho- Holy Spirit, if I may say, may say, will help remind you, hey, I'm with you. I got right. you. I've equipped you. Right. And so that's the thing that I even I battle with that. You know, Mm -hmm. so just like, you know, you're yourself, when you are measuring yourself against um, other people, I'm certain that the Holy Spirit um, spoke to you and said, hey, no, you, I've equipped you, you earned this. Right. And so for me, it's that same process. So I, it's like an internal um, conversation or dialogue that I'm having as I'm walking through it. So yes, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I think, again, that's a very common process for a lot of people. Uh, But uh, if we're going to succeed in the measure that God wants us to succeed in, I think we really have to overcome those things. So we'll talk a little bit about the overcoming uh, afterwards. But let's jump over to the R. So fraud. Uh, R would be uh, ruminate uh, thoughts of inadequacy. So in other words, ruminating means you're, you're going over it and over it and over it. It's almost like a, a cow that chews his cud. You'll bring it up and swallow it down and bring it back up again. And so um, I, I don't know, all of my listeners there, I'm sure that you've had to struggle with some of those things. And so, uh, you know, it, it, it's just amazing because God uh, tells us that 
that we are to take captive our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about the, the, the negotiating. But if we let our thoughts run wild with us, we just give them the liberty to take us where they want to go rather than us saying, no, 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 exactly. we're going to shut this one down and we're not going to go that direction. So how about you, Carmen, with that rumination? Um, I'm definitely one that um, I am a thinker. And um, oftentimes I, um, I have to analyze. That's part of what my profession is. And so I've been trained in this. So I'm analyzing <laughs> myself and my thoughts um, in the whole process. So yes, um, I, if it's something negative, I will think about that. Like if it's a, a situation that occurred, I'm analyzing how that could have gone differently or how I could have said something differently because what I've experienced, what's been um, projected on me, I definitely don't want that to happen to someone else. So I will go back, you know, and, you know, make sure that I've cleared that up with someone else. But yes, I do have those internal thoughts and I try to capture those and not allow those to um, dictate my day, dictate my, uh, my sleep. And your sleep. Yes. yes and isn't that it? Cause boy, I'll tell you when our sleep's disrupted and then our guard is down so much because we've, we've not rested within our body and then our soul's out of place because it's irritated, agitated, provoked, and all the other little adjectives that we can think of right yes. there. But you know, when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about Romans, uh, the 12th chapter, verse nine out of this, out of the basic English translation, it says, let love be without deceit. See, I love that without deceit, because we're talking about fraudulence, which is of course, deceit. So let, let our love be without deceit. Be haters of what is evil. Keep your minds fixed on what is good. And so we have to remember that uh, when it's something that is uh, ruminating and it's beginning to pull us down, uh, we have to we have to really acknowledge that and deal with it right on the right on the spot. Yes. That's what I have to do yes. because if I don't, it like it this uh, it takes a stronghold within us, and then it'll begin to carry us off where no man should ever go. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, and then let's jump down to the A. I'd like to try and get through as much of this as we can today. Yes. So uh, A would stand for approval from others or self, mm. you know, trying to earn um, approval. And sometimes it, I, I don't know what happens to us. The word is so explicit about the fact about how we're approved in Christ. Yeah. Uh, but somehow people try and earn approval from the Lord by their behavior and their attitude when if we just allow the nature and the character of the Lord to begin to, to formulate within us, uh, that approval is already there and then we can have confidence. But what, what, what about approval? Have you found yourself, Carmen, that uh, could be a, a, a disruption there? Um, I think from my perspective on that, because I didn't grow up with my father in the house, um, I think that I was always seeking the approval, not of men per se, um, but just seeking approval of that father figure wherever there was like, you know, I had people in my life, male figures in my life, but seeking that approval. And I think it spilled over into other friendships, relationships, or other people that were in mm -hmm. leadership 
in my life. And so I did seek their approval um, almost more than God's, mm-hmm. you know, because I began to serve and give and do whatever I could um, to gain that approval and never really received it. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a struggle, you know, right. and I think it affected who I am right? Um, because it happened for so long. And so it's coming out of that. And like, it's like, I don't care what people think. So, you know, trying to bring a balance to that has been a challenge and not trying to discount any other people that may be in leadership, whether it's, you know, in my workplace or um, in my church or wherever, but being who I am called to be in Christ and seeking his approval more than anything else. And so that is what um, I'm striving in right now. Great. Striving to obtain that even the more. So good. So good. You know, it reminds me of a scripture that tells us that when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Yes. One other translation says he'll he'll make his enemies shake his hand, <laughs> which I love, you know, yes. so, so there's that place of agreement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of hanging out there on that approval thought for a second. Sure. Uh, I, I think that so many times when we're uh, seeking approval, we can actually find ourselves compromising absolutely, in order to gain approval of others, which of course can lead us down a, an extremely crooked road and, you know, we find up in, find ourselves in uh, inappropriate relationships, whether they would be friendships or romantic relationships. And, uh, uh, you know, it can just lead to so much that we have to really be aware of those things yes. so that we don't go that direction. Yes. Um, I'm sure, uh, Carmen, because you, uh, you really are uh, highly regarded as a as a human being you're so you're just an amazing human being and so I'm sure that a lot of people have come to you maybe with this uh in mind what what would you say to them Mm -hmm. uh as far as catching themselves Mm -hmm. you know maybe not even we'll talk about overcoming that but how to be aware of the fact that they're trying to gain approval through behavior or lack of good behavior Mm -hmm. um I actually had had a young person come to me and I, you know and actually say that they they they're seeking the approval of others and so I remind them of what you know just a simple voice that I hear from the Lord mm-hmm. saying to me that our, our approval comes from him and that's what we're seeking we're not seeking the adoration the admiration we're not seeking compliments from people we we be secure in who you are um, and once you you ground yourself in that mm-hmm. then there's nothing that can take you away from that you know, the scripture talks about our foundations and how we can build our foundations on things that are, you know, that are not true. Um, and if the foundation is right, where Christ, Jesus, Christ is our cornerstone, mm-hmm. um, where you are, we recognize that our approval comes from God, then nothing's going to be able to shake us regardless of what's happening around us. True. So that's what I was able to tell that young person Very that good. asked me about that seek your approval from Christ. Very good. Very good. Very good. When you're saying that, another thought just popped into my mind was uh, the difference between being uh, complimented and flattery. Mm. Because uh, people that are seeking approval often get around people that will use flattery to manipulate them. Yes. And so we have to be able to discern what is what is a sincere compliment that helps to build us where flattery manipulates us and draws us to 
another per- draws us to themselves. Actually, is mm-hmm. really where flattery, yeah. that manipulation gets in. And so, oh yeah, very good. Yes. So I just say for all of those that are listening, um, really be confident in the fact that because you are unique. Uh, and God approves of you. Now, that doesn't mean he approves of all of our behavior. Okay, we have to understand that. But he loves us with an unfailing love. Uh, and it's a love that will not uh, compromise its its steadfastness to us. And I think that's just incredible because people are pretty fickle. And they usually love you when they can get something from you. But God's not looking to get anything from us. He's looking to get everything to us. The word says that he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So we're seeking things and God says, why? I've given it to you already. What do you have to seek after what you already possess. Right, right. Amazing. Yeah. Walk in it. Just walk, walk in, in it. it. That's yes. right. Absolutely. Okay, let's jump down to the U. For again, in fraud, F-R-A-U-D. And you could stand for undermine and sabotage success. Oh, I'm telling you how easily we can sabotage ourselves. Right. You know, I, I find, I, I deal with a lot of... Uh, particularly, well, I won't even say young women because us uh, seasoned saints <laughs> can have several problems too. But but in, in sabotaging our own personal success by uh, getting off track and, and uh, trying to connect uh, with people that are, are unhealthy or lifestyles that are unhealthy or... Uh, just it just just can be a multitude of things, but uh, it, it just earlier today I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about how uh, we can be so unaware of the fact that we can have either in our life that's come through the generational line, or we've actually opened a door to a squatter. Hmm. Now, what do I mean by a squatter? Well, a squatter is someone who comes in and tries to take possession of something or some place that they have no authority to have, and they will try and convince you that it belongs to them. Right. So it happens a lot in relationship. It, it ha- happens a lot in even uh, uh, job positions at work. Something maybe has been given to you, and that's your role. And yet a squatter will come along and try and convince you that it really doesn't belong to you. It belongs to them. So this is all going on inside in our our soul as well as our spirit. And so let me just kind of just jump in here and just in case, because a lot of times people will take and they will uh, look at the, the soul and the spirit as the same thing, but it is not. Uh, so the, the, the spirit part of us is the eternal, eternal part of us. Uh, but the soul is comprised of the mind, the will, and the emotions. Yes. And so those mind, will, and emotions must be transformed where our spirit is redeemed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just quickly to say that, uh, just to say that, that when there's a squatter, they have no legal right. And so we have to recognize where there's a squatter. And it's interesting because in today's society, we've become, I think, so hardened uh, 
to to really notice certain things like we'll we'll we all say the same thing you know there's oh this homeless problem it's a problem but we we can walk past it and almost not even see it anymore because we've become accustomed mm-hmm. to that sort of thing conditioned there you go perfect mm-hmm. and so that happens with with who we are yes as well and then we sabotage ourselves because we don't notice those things are going on right i would agree i would agree there there's definitely things in my own character that i recognize that i was walking out of character out of what god's divine purpose for me mm-hmm. um was and i had to take that person take it back like i'm taking back my authority on who i am Good. and and have to separate from that environment mm-hmm. that was um um igniting that mm-hmm. igniting that uh, that behavior right. um even though there was some empowering that was happening it was almost fake um if you will right um it wasn't one that was coming from a good place mm-hmm. you know it was a manipulative place mm-hmm. and so what i had to do is take that position back and re-examine everything and say okay what is me what is not me what is what should I be doing at this point right um so that I don't continue to go down that path of sabotaging my own success because it should have been about me and um you know me empowering my my daughter as you know I was raising her up Mm -hmm. as a single mom um but it was challenging me in so many different ways I would choose to do this activity over other activities that were not a part of God's plan for me. Very good. Right. Very good. So Very um, good. It, I felt undermined in that sense. But I, the reality is, is that I'm out of that and I've allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me. Good. And show me where I need to be and where I don't need good. to be. Good. Oh, so good. Give let God take the reins. Yes. Like, like that song. Jesus take the wheel, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. But you know, when you're saying that, so now it's, it's, it's I'm getting these thoughts going as you're, you're talking because what can also sabotage us so easily is giving control to people that have no right to have control in your life. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, so control will always sabotage us. Right. Because we we train ourselves not to have confidence or courage, but allow others to dictate where we should be and what we should be doing when that that's a squatter. They have no right to do that. So we have to recognize it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And because I've been influenced by that, I have to I struggle with being controlling in the sense of allowing people to be who they are if it's you know someone in my workplace like allow them to express themselves and empower them and let them know hey i'm here for you so i've got your back i'm supporting you i'm you know not here to control just do you right um and if someone pulls my coattail and say i was like okay well hey i don't want to do that so i will make adjustments because i saw i've seen what that can do to someone else's ability to grow and to develop and the people that they're to be very good, very yes. good. So in other words, what you're saying is you want them to have control over their own life and yet in the position that you are in, maybe as in oversight on your job or whatever it is, that you have to then take the role as a coach. Yes. So you help them to get better but not tell them what they have to do or can't do. Exactly. Good. I like that. Exactly. Thank you, Carmen. <laughs> okay. So let's hit this last one uh, because this is... Uh, 
a really a big one for so many of us, and that's the D, and it's discredit your ability or your education and your training. Mm. So not thinking that we've had everything that is sufficient. Exactly. And as we spoke earlier uh, about the fact that uh, we should be a lifelong student. And so when we feel like we're sliding a bit or that... I don't know about you. I'm not a techie, so bless God for techs. That's all I can say. I'm so old school. I'd probably still like a dial telephone. No, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Push button. Huh? But but the thing is that, that uh, we need to upgrade whenever we're feeling like we're falling behind. Yep. We, we can do that. Yes. We can do that. So do you want to give us any thought on that with your own personal things then? Oh, absolutely. Um, a number of years ago, I decided to go back to school to pursue my master's in business administration because I received my um, bachelor's many years ago. So that was a struggle um, with all the schedules with my daughter's activity, but it was something that I felt like I needed to do to empower me to go to the next level Good. in my career per se. And um, in addition to that, you know, I was always learning even in, you know, ministry roles as well, you know, went to Bible school and um, things of that nature. So I was always empowering. And I advocate that um, even with um, my team in the workplace. You know, I'm, I'm older toward the end of my career, but I empower them and say, hey, right now, go and get that certification. Go and get that. Good. And um, I've even, you know, explored doing that as well mm -hmm. for myself. Um, but I want them to do that now because it's going to set them up for the future. So for me, um, the, the, the challenge has been where I have been discredited. Like, you know, maybe she doesn't have the skills to do that, even though I've been doing it for years. But you're going to find one little thing about my ability or about my, me not being techie maybe um but i'm learning mm -hmm. and so i'm challenging myself in those areas Good. and you know learning about fraud that's always been one of those um cool subjects within our industry that i've learned a lot mm -hmm. and to have you do an acrostic about that is just so amazing because <laughs> um you know in our industry we love to hear about fraud stories just how they were caught right. and how they were able to you know you know, justice was brought mm -hmm. in Amen. that particular case. So in this case, um, justice is being brought forth for me as I'm learning about this whole imposter syndrome to a whole nother level. Um, so it's been great. Very good. Well, to catch a thief. Catch, catch that thief and <laughs> tie him up and cast him out. So good deal. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to close off our session this time. Uh, but I, I'm going to encourage you to come back uh, because we're going to do a second part to this. So we're going to just be talking about how do we navigate to overcome these things. So thank you for being with us. Thank you, Carmen, for being here. And I'm going to invite you back for our next session so that we can go through that together. Thanks for having me. All right. So God bless you all. Listen, you be empowered and be the best that you can be. And I'm going to tell you... You have a great, bright future ahead of you. You just do what you need to do, and you're going to see great things happen. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Keys to Life podcast. If this episode inspired you, we would love for you to 
subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We want to hear all about how God is speaking to you directly. Another way to show your support would be to screenshot, post, and tag us at Life Builder Seminars. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. Until next time, may these keys unlock your freedom and transformation.